Thank you for tuning in and supporting St. John's Missionaries Baptist Church Podcast. St. John's is located at 715 Winding Road in Kingsland, Georgia, under the leadership of Pastor Michael H.L. Robertson. Today's podcast is titled, Come Have Breakfast with Jesus. I'm going to give you the moment and let you soak that title in. Come Have Breakfast with Jesus. Amen. 
worse than Jesus, Jesus was having the dead and he was raised from the dead uh, several scriptures ago. Um, he comes in the third time and he shows himself unto the disciples. So the word says he showed himself on this wise. The Bible says he did it on this wise and he did it in this way. Uh, now, if you notice the word, this is the third occasion that he showed himself to the disciples. Now, he had been shown many times before this to others, including the disciples, but this is the third time um, that he showed himself to the disciples. The first time, um, they were all together in the upper room, amen. He showed them his hand and showed them his side, amen, and they believed it was him. And then he left, amen, and then he came back, amen. But before he came back, Thomas had showed up, who was not there, and Thomas was telling the disciples, I don't believe y'all saw him, amen. Uh, the only way I'm going to believe it was him if I can see the the holes in his hand and see the, the piercing in his side. That's the only way I'm going to believe. Y'all know what, that, what that's saying about us. Sometimes, some of us, amen, we don't have faith to believe unless we see it, amen. And if you got to see it, it ain't faith at all, amen. Um, but then also we see here, um, which keeps showing he did something miraculous, amen. He showed him the holes, amen. He showed him the signs. He couldn't put your hand in there, amen. Many of us, amen, we had some kind of wound, amen, that happened. We don't want to like, stick your hand and go, I'm hurt, amen. Like y'all know the Christ, and he'll take the hurt and pain for us, amen. Um, so in this case, he comes, amen, and, 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 and he prepares food for the disciples. Now, my, 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 my thought this morning is come and have breakfast with the Lord. Come and have breakfast with Jesus. But a better thought for some of you is break your fast, you know, with Jesus. Now, in, in the, the context of our scripture this morning, um, breakfast simply means to sit down and eat. It's the first meal of the day. Um, but if you look a little deeper into it, in the English text, it means to stop your fast. It means to break your fast. And you've been fasting, and now it's time to stop. And that's, just, that's what I want to tell most of us this morning, to break your fast with Jesus. What do you mean by that, brother preacher? A lot of us, amen, we have been fasting and fasting and fasting. And y'all know fasting is right. Somebody tell me. Go without. Amen. We go without food, but some of us have been going without the Lord for a long time. Y'all follow me? We, we, we've been doing without the Lord. Amen. Brother Preacher, I pray. Brother Preacher, I read my scripture. But you're really and truly not fellowshipping. You're not dining with the Lord. And when you find yourself not dining with the Lord, you're not digesting the word. You're not breaking the word down. You're really not having that intimate relationship with the Lord that he desired. Now, notice what happens in the scripture. Um, last week, we found where the Lord had Peter. He took him out on the boat, and Peter was taking Christ out, and the Lord preached the word to the people on the shore. And Peter sat there, and Peter, even though he had toiled all the night long, it took him up. He didn't take anything with him. He catch no fish that night. As a matter of fact, the other disciples and any other fishermen, they were cleaning their nets, amen. But Peter said, at thy word, I'll count the net back out. Amen. And so Peter, at the word of Christ, he threw his net back out. And the Bible declared that he caught this big drawing in a whole bunch of fish. So many so that he had to call the other folks to come get the fish. Amen. That, that was a stingy folk. I'll tell y'all that again, man. He gives a lot to a stingy folk. I ain't stingy, y'all. All the stingy folk can give some away. But now today, we see they've been out there all night long, and what did they catch? Y'all say it loud. They didn't catch anything at all, and that is the same way we all would go out there, we get into wherever we are without the Lord. Amen. The, the, the folks, you just take the Lord with you wherever you go, but even when you think you're doing something for yourself and 
now the Lord can do everything for us. Amen. So now, now the Lord is sitting here and he's preparing this meal. Notice what he's doing. He's preparing this meal. He has the fire there. He has the fish already there. How did he get the fire there? How did he get the fish there? I don't know, but he got it. Now, now while he's on the beach and then preparing this fish and have this fire going, he sees the boys out there fishing. He knows he's been out there all night long. How does he know? Because the Lord knows all things. Amen. So what did he see them there again? And he asked them in verse 5, children, do you have anything to eat? Notice what he said in verse 5. Then said Jesus unto them, children, have you any meat? And they said, no. In other words, they said, Lord, we've been out all night long. We've been fishing. We've thrown our nets out. We've thrown our poles out. And we have nothing. See, now here, here's the thing. They're out there like many of us in our life doing everything for ourselves. Anybody there? Doing it all for yourself. You're not thinking about the Lord. You ain't thinking about nobody else. You're trying to meet your own need. Now, notice they didn't fish just to eat. They fish because of their occupation. That's what we are. We're doing everything to take care of ourselves, and the Lord is not in it. Anybody ever been in that place where the Lord's not in what you're doing? Boy, tell the truth, and we've all been there. The Bible says we're all sinning come towards God's glory, and God is not in the midst of your sin, and if that's amen, you think he is amen. So they found themselves trying to do it for themselves. The Lord said they stopped trying to do it for yourself. But notice what happened now. As they looked to the shore and they hit a voice asking if they have anything to eat, guess what? He, he, he invites them to come and dine again. And guess what they do? They come and meet a Peter, got all excited with his negative, put on his clothes, jumped in the water, and went to shore. Y'all y'all been there too. Y'all been naked, amen. I ain't come out of this song, but y'all are in a place where you should be in there with all of your inner being exposed, amen. And I got thinking about the spiritual, amen. So he jumped out here and he made his way to shore and then went up from the lawn. Now notice what happens. Christ knows everything that we have needed. Y'all got it? Everything that we have needed, he knows. He already knew before I asked him they had no fish. He knew it. Now, now, when y'all have fished all night long, I don't care if you get in the water or not, you're going to get some mist as the rain on you. The waves going to come and beat up on the boat, and you're going to get wet. So the Lord asked him to come and dine with him. That was come and dine with the Lord, come have some breakfast, get back with the Lord. And after they come, notice what he has. He has some fish and some bread. He gives them the thing that you always see in you. He fed the multitude with two fish, five loaves of bread in him. He found Peter and caught a whole bunch of fish. But with it, and we got to do the same thing. Realize that our essentials, the Lord's going to give to you. And oh, by the way, every now and then, that extra thing that's going to give that to you too. But my point in it is the Lord knows what you have need of. So stop toiling without the Lord and listen to the Lord. He says, come back and dine with me. Once again, break your fast with the Lord. Many of you amen would call you to fast, and the church won't fast. But when it comes out of fellowship and the communing and eating with the Lord on the regular, you fast from that. Y'all got it? You'll stay away from the Lord, amen. But when it's time they draw close to him by fasting for, we won't do that. Passing is too hard. You know I gotta do this now. Get up something for the Lord, amen. And you get up your fine and you join close to the God. So he gives you, amen, and he tells them, amen, in verse 12, he says, come and dine. And after they come in, he provided fish and bread for them. So he met these needs here. But every now and then, when you're trying to minister to somebody, there's something else they have need of. You feed that belly, but they've been out all that long, so they're seemingly wet. 
So the party had this fire burning and they was going to dry them up. They didn't even realize they needed dry. The same thing we do. I mean, every now and then we'll find ourselves in that place where we've been somewhere we ain't had no business going. Look out, somebody. We, 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 we were going with do or have no business doing. And Christ are calling us back to him and we won't come. But notice they came and when they did, he dried them with the fire. So when you find him and you're in a place doing what the Lord don't want you to do, don't be afraid to get out of sin and come to your glory. God, God, I hear you calling, and I'm going to come and heed your voice, and he will try you to fix it me. Every problem that you have, he'll fix it up. Notice, the thing that you can't do for yourself, I don't care who you are, you cannot fix your sin. You cannot undo your mess. Some have tried and found themselves getting in deeper in it. The only way you need to get to the off and all of the sin washed away is through the blood of Christ. And he's calling you to come and die with me. If any man, when they hear him knocking, if you open the door and let him in, he said, I will suck with you. I will prepare for food notice. Christ does not need anything to eat. Notice now what happens on this occasion when they meet the Lord on the beach. Christ is already risen from the dead. So there's nothing that he has to eat. But notice if you will, amen, previously after they had been raised, he ate a little bit of honeycomb with them, amen. So even now, amen, as the master calls us to fellowship with him, he's going to give you everything you need, amen. But notice what he does beyond that. Not only does he give them what they need, he is the one that's serving them. Christ said, I came not to be served, but to serve. And you said it earlier that the Bible declares that you and I have to come the bowl. We've got to have the mind of Christ. That this mind being you, which also is in Christ Jesus. Amen. So what does that mean? As Christ prepared the fish and he prepared the fire and he served them. He waited on them. Many folks didn't invite you to your house and they don't want to eat. They invite you to your house and they just say, the coach over there, just go have them have your way. No, Christ served them. And that's what we have to do. We got to serve one another. Again. Those folks in there who know your mind, you think that nasty, wretched, are done, and they just don't need to learn. You got to serve them. You know what I'm talking about? Them folks in there who don't know Christ, who you don't want to be around, those are the ones you got to serve. The Bible says he came to seek and save the lost. He told these disciples, I don't make you fishers out of men. Now, notice when you start catching folks, Start bringing folks. You invite folks to the Lord. You invite folks to church. Many of us, amen, we want to go fish in somebody else's pond. Who want to preacher? You want to go and get somebody that's already saved. And you want to bring them. But you're not doing anything. You're not taking anything. You know, notice what happened now. The Bible declares, right? Y'all read it for yourself. How when the nets went out, amen, they caught a hundred and some odd fish. Now, now how many believe that all of them was good fish? We don't come. We've been fishing. You don't catch the stuff that's bad. But to leave it all together and bring in, but too often, when we cast our nets out there, amen, and it's time to bring in the catch, we want to throw away that stuff that's not good. Why? Because we've already judged that it's no good. God didn't make you judge your execution. He just told y'all to make it fish in the man. So he tells them, amen, he says, come and dine as they do it, and Christ serves them. He should become a waiter. That, that, that single one of the restaurants, we hold a chef up here, 
We on the, what we call this other folk, we make it easy, we need to, but we on the way up here, and then the waiter, the one who's taking care of you, you look down on them. Don't they know they're working for me? Don't you know they're bringing your food? Don't you know they're going to give you, they're going to look, they see that you have a hidden, you know your water goes, you know your teeth, they're going to bring it to you. But we want to look down on them because they're serving. You ought to look up, you ought to hold them the highest thing. Hold them up there, man. Yeah, come look at them. They're doing the same work, but they're waiting on you. And even now, we're going to turn away. Christ is waiting on you. He's waiting for you to come and dine with him. But too many, we don't want to do that. We're afraid to dine with the Lord. The Lord has showed me in my mind many times, folk afraid to commune and come to a Christ because they feel that they want to give something up. A change is going to come in their life because they got to look into something that they don't need to hold on to. But now it's time to let go so you come and have the fellowship with the Lord. Yeah. And then notice, if you will, as you go down there, man, the Bible says, and none of the disciples, in verse 12, there's asked them, Who art thou? Knowing that it was the Lord. See, if you belong to the Lord, when He's calling, you know He's calling. And if the Lord is calling, you should treat Him just like you treat your mom. When you were really falling, your mom somebody said, Boy, come on home. <laughs> you left the court. Y'all left him, and y'all went home, amen, but mom said, It's time to eat. That's what Christ is telling us today, man. Church, it is time for us, amen, to come and have breakfast with Him. Amen. Not with us, but if I invite y'all to come, how many y'all come? It's all right. Now, I'm glad for the truth, folks, amen. If you invite me, I'll come, amen. I'll tell all y'all that. Anyway, Christ got there and he invited them, amen, to go and leave their occupation and come and work. And notice what happens. They're excited to leave. Why? Because they realize they toiled all night long and they have caught nothing. See, we have a thing we've been toiling all night, all day. We've been doing ourselves. We've been catching nothing. But we don't realize we have nothing. We're grabbing hold of something that is really not beneficial for us. And we're holding on to it a long time, and then we throw it away. But Christ says, let it go, church. Let it go. The Lord is calling us, this body of believers, to be more about his business and to hear his voice and do his work and his will now. That's what he's calling us to do. He's not calling us, amen, to just sit around, amen, and rest in our walls, amen. That's not good enough, amen. we got to fellowship and commune with the Lord. Those who just read the word, it's time to actually try to utilize the word. We got it. How many of y'all know Psalm 23? How many of y'all utilize Psalm 23? How many? How many know that for God so loved the world? How many of you know that? How many utilize that for the Lord? Many don't. Y'all rehearse it. You say it. But when it's time to use it, amen, but upbuilding everybody of God's kingdom, amen, and tell somebody that, yes, God loves you, and he gave his son, you don't do it. You tell me that because I'm a preacher. You tell me that because you're saying. But those folk in there who are saying they're atheists who don't believe what you believe in, you refuse to tell them. Don't be wrong. Many of us, amen, we sit back here, we work with folks who just don't believe what we believe in, so we take the whole road. You know what? You believe what you believe. I ain't gonna say nothing to you about it. You don't get an account for that, church. You don't get an account for it. Many folks believe you cannot speak the name of Christ in your workplace and out in the marketplace. You can tell folks, okay, 
Many of us say, amen, we think, though we know the word, and there's good enough, amen. You think you have faith. Preach, I got faith in Christ. But the Bible declared with James, amen, that faith without works is dead. You have dead faith, which means you don't have any faith at all. If you have faith, it will be shown through your works. Your works. What you doing for Christ? I'm trying to work for the master. Before I can get to that place, i got to die. If you never commune and fellowship with Christ, you never eat what he prepared for you, you're not ready for the work of the kingdom. But we say, look, God's going to grind on my knees, going to his riches and glory to be Christ. He says he knows in what I have here, just like the wolves are living in the valley, better than this Solomon. He's going to do the same thing. But Solomon's on the Lord. The thing is imagine when the sun comes out, they reach out and glorify God. And we would have raised our hands. Oh, God, not to bless the name of God. God knows we belong to him. But he tells us today that it's time for us to come and dine with him and have a fellowship with him. Notice. Alright, I'm done. Well, look over at verse number six. Here's what, what happened. Christ speaks to them. And he said unto them, cast the net on the right side of the ship, and you shall find. They cast therefore, and now they were not able to draw it for the multitude of fishes. Notice they make it plural. Fishes. That's not talking about there's a whole bunch of fish. That's talking about a variety of fishes. Kind of like deers, amen. A multitude of deer, amen. So so here when we find it, and we just go out here, we step out in faith, and we listen, and we don't complain when the Lord says do. The Lord will meet all needs. Just like I told you last week, I believe Peter needed to see that whole drought of fish come in. I believe that. Why? Because the Lord did it. Now, here I believe they needed to catch this drop because they toiled all night. I don't know how many nights they out there. But it said they toiled all night and they got nothing. And the word says zero, zero. They had nothing. The Lord knew they had need of And many of us, we need to see something from the Lord. But we will not see it because we're not stepping out at his word. That's the end of it. We're not moving at the word of Christ. We're moving our own word. We're moving on our own emotions. Our own intellect. I don't understand it. Oh, it's not all night. I already mentioned the right side and the left side in front. And I ain't caught nothing. They say, throw it out there. Cast your net on the right side. Many, you put it on the wrong side. What is wrong with that? Your own way. Your own charge. Your own self desire. Your motives are not right. The Lord said this morning, church, break your fast. Stop fasting. Lord means stop neglecting Christ. Put Christ first. The Bible in Matthew tells me seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all of these things will be added unto you. But church, if you're seeking something else first, your own motives, your own glory, your own ambition, it's not going to prosper. It's not going anywhere. But if you find yourself getting back your first love and loving Christ because he first loved us, we'll get back to that place. You find that everything starts falling in line. We, we spend all our money in it needlessly. We spend our efforts needlessly trying to get ahead and we can't do it because God is not in the mix. These boys know how to fish. Am I right about it? You see, some of you, you know how to invest money. Y'all know how to save money. But it's not profit. It's not going anywhere because Christ is not in the mix. Notice, amen, they fished all that, caught nothing. The minute the Lord says, cast your net on the right side, 
starving and we got to dig a little deeper into him. We got to get back to Christ. Yeah. I don't watch it. I don't ask you what you're going to do. I know a lot of folks, but the Lord says them, are not doing anything to do for the Lord. Many folks walk out and complain about the Lord is not doing and they're not doing anything for the Lord. The Lord says, cast out the right side and you're going to get the right side. They did it. And once that happens, after you're giving church, you and I, it's not good enough. Preaching, preaching, preaching. It's not good enough to just sit and just feed. Y'all got it? Just feed them and not get fed yourself. Every now and then, they need to be saying to I'll do it. Amen. Every now and then, those in the kitchen need to be fed. Every now and then, the preacher need to be preached to. Y'all got it? So he said, it's not good enough. Just sit like and give and give and you never get anything. Christ says, amen. Y'all feed me the fishing and now something to feed you. Don't worry about eating what other folk got. Worry about what Christ prepared for you. And he is going to take care of your church. You've got to come in. He said, come and die. He's giving an invitation to him. The greatest invitation that Christ has given us is for us to come and give our life over to him. And I'm a believer that we can give our life, give our heart, give our all to the Lord. That we can do that and then we'll know when the Lord has called us. We'll know when the Lord has prepared something for us. We will know and we will accept it without question. The disciples didn't question. They didn't say, who are you? They knew who he was. And notice, the one who loved him, he immediately knew who it was. So those of us who love the Lord, when the Lord is moving, don't we know the devil ain't speaking? But we know something about okay. God is allowed that to work out all good. We know this. But if you don't know him, if you don't love him, if you're not giving him your heart, your mind, your life, you're going to keep sitting there. And I'm going to say this right here. I'm going to close my mouth. I'm going to tell you, Sunday after Sunday, the Lord has shown me somebody sitting here. Please, I ask you to pray. I ask you to pray. He showed me that some may come Sunday after Sunday in their heart. Speakly speaking, but he's showing us that week after week our heart is like this. The Lord is just knocking and calling and trying to get in. He's trying to speak to us, and we're not listening. But here, where he's like, oh, don't know why. There's something that's blocking. But the thing about our hearts and our lives, our ears, we control those things. We can see when we want to see, if not, we close our eyes. We hear when we want to hear because we open our ears. We receive when we want to receive because we open our heart. But some, it's Sunday after Sunday, we're coming and our hearts are filled with the Lord. And I'm here to tell you, you're not hurting anybody like yourself. But I'm telling you this morning, break fast with Christ and come back in fellowship with him. And when you do, the Lord can meet your every need just when he gave these disciples. He gave them the fish that let them catch what they needed to catch. And then he fed them, he dried them, and he communed with them. Church, I don't know about you, but I want a good communion with the Lord. Therefore, when the Lord calls me to supper, I'm coming. Amen. Let us bow. Father God, this morning, we say thank you for your word. I ask you, Lord God, 
that you may have a prick of heart for those who read your word within. Those, God, who seemingly have stony hearts, we pray that you would break it up and make it fertile ground that your word can take root, that they can flourish in you, God. We ask God you would use it all, Master, for your glory. Lord, we love you and we praise you, God. We ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for tuning in to St. John's Missionary Baptist Church Podcast. I hope you enjoyed the word just as much as I have. Tune in next time for St. John's Missionary Baptist Church Podcast. Thank you and be blessed.